0: Welcome to the Bedhead Cast Sleep Sanity Success, hosted by Dr. Chuck Samuels, Sleep Medicine Specialist, and Dr. Chris Gorman, Psychiatrist from the Centre for Sleep and Human Performance in Calgary, Canada. In this podcast, we will explore the interplay of sleep and mental health with information, stories, current events, and personal journeys. With 20-plus years of experience between them, Dr. Chuck and Dr. Chris created this podcast to help optimize your sleep, acknowledge your superpowers of mental health, and understand how to live your optimal performance. Discussions may contain sensitive subjects related to mental health. Disclaimers are provided at the end of the podcast.
1: Okay, so uh, welcome back to Bedheadcast. This is our third episode, and today's uh, episode is titled "Sleeplessness of Mania." In today's episode, we will discuss bipolar disorder, the signs, markers of mania, and the difference between sleeplessness in mania and the sleep disorder of insomnia. So, Chris, uh, what's the word of the day?
2: energizer
1: oh yes so tell me more about that
2: well i'm feeling a little energized but it's the perfect i'm glad <laughs> you are i well yeah I, well you know i had a long day uh, yeah you've yeah you had a long day and and uh, but anyways yeah getting back to energizer the reason i picked that is because the mood disorders are considered to be Something to do
1: with moods. Yeah.
2: And they actually have way more to do with energy.
1: Oh, I see. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, depression, which uh, I would not think like. that. I w- I w- I w- really? It has to do with energy. Energy. Like um, how I feel,
0: whether exactly. I feel energized or not.
2: Exactly. And so, for example, okay. if you don't get a good night's sleep, yeah. you feel a little bit down, but it's mostly your energy levels are low. And that's why I feel down. That's right. So that because if you have no energy, right, it's hard to be interested. It's huh. hard to be motivated. Okay, it's hard to enjoy yourself. So, and that's I, a
1: perspective you have from a psychiatrist. view, yes, right.
2: Yes, yes.
1: Okay, so tell us more about this energy thing. I'm fascinated thank, by it.
2: Thank you for bringing that up because I, I, I always go off topic. Yeah, you do. To, I do. Right, yeah, I do, and I try, and that's right. why you're here. <laughs> Part of why you're here. Uh, It's the the only reason I'm here. uh, We're going to work on your self-esteem. Okay. Don't worry. We'll we'll do do that later. Episode six. uh, Maybe episode six. Okay. okay. All right. So um, (laughs) the mania Mm. is high energy. Yeah. Very high energy. Okay. And uh, all of the symptoms come
1: from that also because it's very it's perceived you know even as a physician it's perceived as quite a negative thing mania is negative because it as you say you know it results in really bizarre behaviors that end up you know tanking people's bank accounts and all this kind of stuff so you're saying that comes out of a high state of energy exactly and and uh you know as we've talked
2: about before there's cultural aspects and we live in a world Mm -hmm. okay uh, you live in a world more more than I do okay in in North <laughs> America gonna, yeah. uh, you're trying to do everything that you can right and so high energy is is blessed is, is along, valued. exactly okay. gotcha. along with yeah. well why would you need any sleep
1: okay yeah and we've just we've discussed this before right. exactly right
2: and so mania is high energy right. and and accompanying that or maybe preceding it Maybe preceding it, you don't need any sleep. You're getting four to five hours of sleep, mm-hmm. often less, less. And yeah. you've got more energy than people who get a normal sleep, right or A regular sleep. I don't okay. like to use normal because okay. you can only find it on washing machines. Gotcha right. right. But uh, <laughs> a regular sleep, yeah, and more than everybody else.
1: On the, you've got tons of, of energy. energy, tons okay. of energy, which is, of course, completely contrary to what insomnia is. Exactly. That's why it's so important to distinguish <laughs> these,
2: these two, two things. Exactly. Okay.
1: All right. And so, in bipolar dis- disorder, let's just talk. I I think people want to know, like, the other side. So, the low mood side of it, and how it interacts with mania. Can you just give us some insight? Yeah, so okay. uh, like bipolar disorder, there's been a couple of
2: changes in psychiatric diagnosis in the last few years. Okay. And a giant leap forward, and it has been one, uh, which was a, you know a, maybe a negative thing, was changing manic depressive illness mm-hmm. and renaming it bipolar disorder because okay. so many people don't fully understand, even though they now appreciate it's actually manic depressive illness right And the advantage has been uh, is that the uh, it's now people's uh, people that have psychiatric problems, there's this recognition that every feeling, every action, mm-hmm. every thought exists in everybody's head. But, it, but those same things that exist in, let's we say- We react to them differently, depending exac- on who we are. Exactly, ah, exactly. Okay, right. So you've got the regular folks, yeah. then you've got frequently uh, part of the spectrum of bipolar disorder, right. uh, higher performance people, mm-hmm. and then getting to a point where it becomes dysfunctional becomes a condition or disease mm-hmm. requiring psychiatric care. care
1: okay so tell us about the sleeplessness then in mania like maybe give us a description of a patient like what, what how would they how would they behave or present um they what they do is they show up and
2: are uh, usually brought in by their family members mm-hmm. or um, or occasionally the police to emergency rooms. And that's in relation to everybody wants to have high energy. Mm -hmm. The patient feels great, right? right? So they come in and say, well, what am I doing sitting in front of a doctor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And And often they know... I know what depression is like. I don't have a problem showing up, you know, seeking help then. Right. But this mania thing is just... I feel great. They feel great. Right. And uh, along with this high energy, this capacity to have very many thoughts, fast thoughts, and coming up with solutions, Mm -hmm. uh, but... Uh, To a point where nobody agrees, Mm -hmm. and also tremendous perseverance, like with tons of energy, Mm -hmm. and also risk-taking. Oh, yeah. Okay. You need risk-taking for creative people. Right, right. But this is going beyond. It just goes goes too too
1: far. far. And do these people, you know, people with bipolar disorder, manic depressive disorder, do they experience insomnia? they d- well they do
2: and they don't okay. in this way Be insomnia people think of it as lowering your energy levels right. which you know 95% of the time that occurs right in somebody with mania they get higher High energy. energy yeah so i i remember seeing one patient who uh, i said well, you know what is your sleep been like because it's a pretty good test the the patient seems to deny oh you know i'm just smarter i'm just you know yeah. have more energy you know blah 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 but when it comes to the sleep they will acknowledge there's a sleep disturbance but in this particular patient i said to the patient how is your sleep yeah. and he said it's never been better okay i'm getting 4 hours uh, of sleep okay. per night and, and I, I got more energy than, than I've, ever I've ever had. had Finally, I'm getting a normal sleep.
1: So, so not in a manic state. They have crappy sleep. Exactly, which I, would present like insomnia. Well, broken, n- I or? well
2: no the well it's broken sleep, and mm-hmm. so uh, you then hear from the family, he's up all night working away right. on right. this and that, or going out and and doing risky behavior right all of these things i just want to keep emphasizing their high performance right until you cross this A line particular line right
1: so chris let's just give the listeners an idea of or de- or describe the pattern of sleeplessness in someone experiencing mania and then i'll explain how it's different from insomnia. That's that's perfect,
2: and and I I for, I forgot to mention one thing, and that is not only are they getting considerably less sleep, and frequently it's below five hours. Okay. Below four, ou- <clears throat> four hours, and but it's also lasts a long time, and a long time mm-hmm. is anything beyond four days okay it's anything beyond four days okay and there was dispute about whether that was correct but in in my opinion how do you have three to four hours of sleep for four days uh-huh. and you still have energy you're doing cartwheels right
1: so okay tell me about the insult ensa- how well let me let me put a boundary on that so the the minimum would be three to four days four days four days how how many days does it go before they just crater?
2: That's a really good question. They can, uh, it can go weeks. Oh, okay, okay, but wow. usually not if, usually not if the uh, the person is getting attention. And and what I mean by that is the family is begging. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, yeah. begging. You've okay. got to get right. help. Okay, uh, and and so but. I've seen patients that go weeks weeks and they they were so physically unwell that they at were at the end of it at like the, the end of it they, they were running out of gas they were close to yeah. death okay uh, so they but they
1: uh, just kept uh, going
2: and that's why it's so important that the sooner we get to the, the yeah. patient the sooner we can help them and get them back to, to their lives. state yeah, yeah.
1: okay Yeah, so I think the thing, and this is why we want to talk about this, is making the distinction between what insomnia is as a sleep disorder. You and I both know it's the most prevalent, the most common sleep disorder there is. So in our center here, where you and I work, 60% of patients who are referred are referred for insomnia. 40% are referred for other sleep disorders like sleep apnea. So insomnia, and I think uh, my good friend Dr. Gorman really described it quite well, the patient is suffering. They don't feel good. Yes. And they're not elated and they're not energized. They're miserable. Exactly.
2: And And certainly by the time they show up. Oh, by the time
1: we get them, they're very miserable. And they're miserable because they have difficulty falling asleep and they struggle with that, and that causes them great distress. They have difficulty staying asleep, so if they wake up in the middle of the night, they can't get back to sleep, which causes them more distress. And they may not be able to finish their sleep. So, for instance, if they should wake up at 7, they're they they're waking up at 5, and they can't get that last two hours of sleep. So it could be any combination of those three things would result in what we would call or diagnose as insomnia, exactly, and and um, one of
2: the things that I think uh, <clears throat> happens from the patients that I've seen is that it starts out with something stressful, something yeah. upsetting to the patient, yeah. and uh, which creates this insomnia, and then the poor patient is anxious about not getting enough sleep they know how
1: terrible it is yeah and and so well let me let me jump in there this is important so there is a model yes a model of insomnia that actually Chris has just um, described the first two pieces of a four-piece model which is you have a predisposition to insomnia which may never be expressed in your life until there's a triggering event So you may have the genes and it runs in families, you know, and you've seen these families. Yes. Where the patient will say, oh my God, my mom, my mom's aunt, my, you know, maternal grandmother, they all couldn't sleep. And so this is very common. And so they might have the genetic predisposition, but without a trigger, they sleep fine or they feel good most of their life. With a trigger, they have their first episode of difficulty falling asleep, staying asleep. And then they will develop maladaptive behaviors. So, this is a test question, Chris. What would be a maladaptive behavior?
2: Uh, not seeking help.
1: Well, okay. Or,
2: or, or, yeah, the good question. Cocktails, the you know, most common sleeping agent on earth is alcohol. alcohol.
1: So, consuming alcohol. Yes. Which destroys sleep. Yes. And people don't even know that. Like, it's people will say to me, you know, I oh, I always have a drink and it, I go to sleep. I don't stay asleep, but I go to sleep. And I have to say... Well, the whole point is to stay asleep. And so the thing is people actually don't understand. They just want to get to sleep. Yes. yes. And then they go, well, that wasn't very good. But, yes. but they have a confused idea of what sleep is. And I always remind patients that, you know, the whole point of sleep is so you feel good. The next. I could care less if anyone sleeps ever. I only care about how they feel during the day.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, that's that, – uh, okay. you're probably – the one sleep expert on the planet that doesn't care that about sleep. It, that doesn't
1: care about sleep. Okay, am I going to get in trouble? Are no, you, I, I am don't I think. I, get fired?
2: I, I, I think if people understand what your point is, yeah, do you think how deep. Th- <laughs> Chuck, you I, you I, I stand behind you. You're my guy, and, and I'm, I'm not stopping until
1: somebody proves otherwise. Right. Okay. So this is actually really important for patients who struggle with insomnia is that they actually adopt maladaptive. The classic one is consuming more coffee because they feel so tired during the day. Right. Which the Second. manic... Depressive patient doesn't do because they're energized. Exactly. Okay. So as they consume more and more caffeine, the caffeine actually blocks the drive for sleep. Yes. It's actually not a stimulant. People assume Mm. caffeine is a stimulant, which is not. It's blocking the drive for sleep. So then they lose their drive when they go to bed. They're exhausted when they go to bed and they assume they're going to sleep. And then they just lie awake in bed because the drive for sleep is blocked. By the amount of caffeine for instance that they might consume um, so that this is a maladaptive behavior and then it becomes chronic as they reinforce the insomnia and become more as you said become more anxious about it which results in poor daytime functioning feeling crappy and it's this cycle this is massively different from the sleeplessness of mania
2: exactly and I, I, I just want to say this that um, the reason we're doing this podcast, Bedhead, mm-hmm. is a selfish reason. I, I learn more about sleep. Right. I mean, I've just l- been listening to these four elements yeah. of insomnia, and our listeners are are they're going to be interested too because yeah. it 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 really. I think the thing is is that nowadays we're educating patients. We're educating patients, people, we're educating mm-hmm. people, people so that if they have trouble, they, then they can come in and adv- help their doctor help them, them get better.
1: Get better. Yeah. Because a lot of people just struggle thinking that this is just the way I am. And yes. It doesn't have to be that way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we've talked about, you know, you helping us understand the sleeplessness of mania. Maybe give us... Uh, a better understanding of you know what do people during a manic phase do not their sleeplessness so much as their behavior like what what determines that they're in a manic state just give us some an example
2: well an example would be and again really high performance people mm-hmm. are inches away from let's say a manic episode okay and so uh, Winston Churchill very strong family history of bipolar disorder okay he was a high performance person absolutely and so he would go to an air base and his people the other soldiers administrators they would have to watch him closely okay why because he was so fired up about winning the war, so energized about winning the war. Right. He would try to get into one of the bombers so that he could fly over the countries that were being bombed and help the pilots. When he was not a soldier. When he was not. A, he was he the was prime minister. The and you <laughs> couldn't, we couldn't lose the <laughs> prime minister. So it, it became. That's a true story. That is a true
1: story. So that would be typical manic behavior.
2: It, it is well, yeah. It'd be almost like uh, the night before uh, you'd get much less sleep, and mm-hmm. on that day, uh, or you're excited. You get, you know, you're sitting there with the the guys who are flying these bombers, right. and you're fired up, and you're thinking, "This is where it really is happening." Right. And so you think, "Well, you know, geez, go what, ab- what about what about me?" And mm-hmm. and, and and so. Um, so they would have to watch him to make sure that he didn't end up in a bomber and okay. slow down takeoff for the bombers mm. in, trying to find him. If you watch him, and and if you went over, he wasn't manic because he would say, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm the prime minister," you know, I and, got, and I got to get out. But of the it's plane. very excited, you right. know. If people get excited, right, you know, so so impulse control more than impulse anything.
2: control okay. that's a great that's that's lost okay
1: with in mania exactly okay. like
2: the impulsivity is also taking risks right,
1: right? okay so in a, yeah and so someone struggling with insomnia will not you know rarely will have this kind of behavior it'll mostly be their concentration their memory their um, mood will, will, will decline in yes. states of insomnia that are persistent. So it's, yes. it's very contrary to. Yeah,
2: it, to it's this. completely yeah. contrary.
1: Okay. Um, I'm just going to give one tip to people that's relevant for the topic around insomnia. Insomnia occurs as a result of a high state of arousal. Okay. So that's not energy. You feel aroused. Okay. People will tell you, I'm wired. But tired. That's a classic. Okay. And so when you're feeling that, you usually won't fall into a state of sleep. What's required to bring you into a state of sleep is reducing that state of arousal. And the most effective way of doing that is deep, slow, meditative breathing with a prolonged expiration or blowing out of air and a shorter, uh, drawing in of air. And the best example of that people can Google box breathing. And if you learn it and you practice it and you do it over and over again, it will reduce your state of arousal and allow you to get a deep restful sleep. What do you got for us?
2: Well, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to close down the show Okay, and, uh, give, I'm going to give my tip Okay, and, uh, you know, if if you want to Keep in mind, well, what exactly is mania? It's uh, patients with mania will say, I don't have mood swings. I, I have the whole playground. <laughs> and also, we're shutting down uh, this episode, Sleeplessness and Mania, from the Bedhead cast. And I think, Chuck, you'd agree. Mm-hmm. With the bed cast, if you learn nothing else, you got to get your head
1: to bed. into bed. Right on. Thank
2: you. And the next show, next episode, is going to be on self awareness. Cool. See you next time. Thank you, Chuck Ostalavista. vista. Hasta
1: la vista
0: connect with us on facebook, tiktok and instagram at bedheadcast. provide a review, comment and or like us. the podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for a medical or healthcare professional advice, diagnosis or treatment. the content discussed in this podcast is based on professional opinions, research and experiences. While we strive to be current, we cannot guarantee the completeness, accuracy, or timeliness of the content shared in this podcast. If clinical examples are discussed, the names and specifics of the case have been altered to protect patient identity. Any products or services mentioned in this podcast do not constitute an endorsement by the doctors at BedheadCast.